Why he fighting fighting this? Why what 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 what, what is his goal? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Yo, welcome back to another episode of the Immigrant Section. Hello, hello, hello. It's your boy Abbas Wahab. What are y'all saying? First things first, as you know, smash. The subscribe button, I say it every time, and it doesn't get old, or maybe it does. And if you're listening from Spotify, Apple, Google, plus follow, you want to know when these episodes drop. And again, that just comes to an end. And I look across me, and I say, welcome to my boy, Mo Ismail. What are you saying, doggy? Thank you, bro. I'm good, man. How you been? Not too bad, man. Cheers, bro. Cheers, man. Coconut, coconut water. Coconut. To those listening, wallahi, coconut water, man. <laughs> halal, too. Halal. <laughs> Is there a non-halal coconut water? Ah, uh, man. Probably. You know what? I feel like if you dig hard enough into anything, you're going to find some unhalal characteristics. So, you know, I think this this was blessed. But for those listening, this is halal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some, some guy's teetering on the thing. I'm closing it, man. I don't support this, man. What's going on, bro? You brought me a Jamaican patty. I appreciate that. Hey, That's... man, I was running late, and I, it's just like the Egyptian in me was like, man, you can't show up empty-handed, especially if you're late. So I was like, let's just stop at Randy's. Shout out Randy's. Uh, <laughs> just a little side. Dude, I love that. Uh, where, where's Randy's, actually? Is that you, Eglinton? What? That's your name? I, I don't know the names of the places. Oh, I just buddy. know the names, the colors of the signs. So Yellow sign? Here's what you need to know. Randy's is the best patty in the city. Okay. okay. Uh, there's there's a couple of com- competitors. There's Randy's. There's Allen's, and uh, they're all first names naturally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> naturally. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, people still talk about like you know the Warden Station or the Bathurst Station patties, but those guys are kind of falling a little bit. Yeah. Anything too close to a station. Yeah. How good could it be, right? Well, it used to be good, man. It used to be the top. It used to be the number one, but then over the years. But where where is the the ranking? Like, what do you mean it used to be number one? Like, <laughs> like the word on the street type deal? Well, I mean, you know, okay, so like we moved to Canada in '96, so yo, we moved '97. Did you? Hey. Yeah, Tupac for some reason, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, it was like it was just there was no. Uh, like the patty game was kind of okay at the time. It was just <laughs> the like patty game. <laughs> yeah, because it was like Patty King. That's what it was. We came in. It was just Patty King and. We didn't know it was beef bete. That's what you have some beef bete. That's what my dad would say. Is that the other name for it? Beef Betty? Beef Patty, bro. Oh, beef Patty. Okay. Dad, I thought you were saying dad, beef Betty. No. <laughs> no, no. My dad Adam, just, I forget. Yeah, Adam. Beef Betty. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, halal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we would microwave it. And I was like, and it was good. But then, you know, you eventually start getting deeper to the patty game and you go, hold on. There's, there's a couple of steps because you want the inside to be hot. But the outside to be nice and flaky. Yes. And if you microwave it, it gets you, hard on the outside, right? Or, or it just becomes wet. Yeah, like yeah. A, like a like a like a beef napkin or something. Yeah, which <laughs> I don't mind. You know what I do mind is when the edges become very hard. Ah, yeah. But you want it? You like you like it? You like it wet? You like I like wet it on guy? the wetter side. Like it's a burrito. You ever get a burrito <laughs> with too much sauce inside, and it's like a fucking wet pocket. It's yeah. a pocket of wetness. <laughs> As long as the flavors, right? I, I I would take it wet before I take it fl- like hard where it just drops the size. <laughs> Let me take it wet instead yeah. of take it hard. Yeah. Can I get a patty? Wet or hard? <laughs> yeah, can I get it wet? Yeah. They just dip it in yeah. a bucket and yeah. give it to you? Yeah. It's the hard one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you want it dipped or undipped? Yeah. I'll get it dipped, please. Uh, Dipped. <laughs> 
But I didn't know you were this deep into the Jamaican patty game. Buddy, the whole Jamaican food scene, I'm like a Jamaican food connoisseur, man. I've had almost every jerk place in the city. It's like my favorite food, oxtail, jerk chicken. It's just, it consumes When I suggested me. before this podcast start, we go get some jerk chicken after this, I had no idea that this was like- It's my favorite. I was stepping into your expertise zone. No, you know buddy, I mean? you, you did exactly what I wanted. I'm like, yes, I absolutely, anytime. Dude, I'll have jerk chicken for breakfast sometimes. I, I'm so happy I didn't suggest a place though. <laughs> you you know you were gonna hit me with a ah, or something yeah, a like bad that. Place? Yeah, eh, uh, yeah, yeah. Not not on this side of the world, but no. But you, I feel also you being Sudanese, like you also have some sort of frame of reference in terms of like flavor and like having flavorful food and like we we're our countries are neighbors, so we yeah. have very I don't know. Do we have any foods that crisscross? Of course, yeah, we bro. Adis, right? right off the top. Yeah, you guys have Adis. Adis, yeah. yeah. That's fucking lentil soup for you guys. Yeah. Lentils. We got every, everything roz. Yeah. Lahm and roz, everybody has. Of fucking course. meat and rice, yeah. right? Molukhaya. Do you guys have molukhaya? We have it, yeah. We really? just call it like, uh, we have that and we just have general mulahs. Do you guys call them mulahs? What is that? Like stew. Like, oh, we're going to make a mulah. Molukhaya, uh, oh. we have. We, also, we have mulah sharmut. What? Yeah, sort what of is God. that? Dude. Yeah. <laughs> 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 to those who are watching and listening, you don't know. Sharmuta literally, and there's a, Sharmuta means prostitute or like fucking whore essentially in Arabic. And there's a mulah, like I guess it's Sudani. If the Egyptian doesn't even know it, I'm assuming it's Sudani. Yeah. I, I don't know what's in it, but it's like a, a staple stew. Yeah. A lot of Sudanese uh, have a stews. There's bits of real whore inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you pay for the premium shit, yeah. yeah. Can I get my my stew with a little bit of slut, please? You guys oh, have you want it dipped? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's just fucking laying back. <laughs> please dip, my friend, dip. Uh, this is dry, but uh, like this mulah, one time we're having it. And uh, and I liked it. I, I still remember being like in seventh grade and eating with my mom and dad. They had it. Like everyone was playing. Everyone was out. It was just me and my mom and dad, which is rare because there's f- I have, I'm one of six siblings, right? So when you're one of that many siblings already, you're like, this is my moment. <laughs> <laughs> this is one-on-one time. Yeah. I can be like a kid. I go, I sit, they're having it. I'm like, oh, mulah sharmuta. I love mulah sharmuta. I kept saying it for some reason. Yeah. I had no idea. That like I thought it was mulah sharmuta. Yeah. So I thought it was called like whore whore stew. Whore stew, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but it's mulah. It's like, it's like home stew. Imagine like it's so <laughs> close to whore, but it's like one letter off. Is that how you say? So home? it's sharmut. It's like sharmut. So I kept saying, and then my dad, I st- and my mom was kind of giggling a little bit, and my dad at one point broke. He goes, Abbas, sharmuta means prostitute. <laughs> mulah sharmut. And then I'm like, and then I was like, I was so awkward by like any of that. I was like, oh no. So you guys call home Sharmut? No, we don't even. But I'm just saying how close it is, whore versus home. But what? Hold on. So is that a bit? We call home a bit. But what does Sharmut? But how does Sharmut translate into home? It doesn't. But I'm saying like, like for for English speakers, how close the word whore and home are. Yeah. How they differ by a letter and mean totally different things. Yeah. That's Sharmut and Sharmuta is the point I'm trying to make. Okay. okay. No, no, no. Do not translate them. They don't equate. (laughs) None of that. Don't misunderstand. I'm sorry if it was confusing as fuck. I was like, so it's male whores? (laughs) I I think I've heard that. Yeah. You're connecting dots and shit. Yeah, yeah. So you guys, how do you guys make your molokhaya? That's what I want to know. It's always, you know, actually, I don't like Honestly. You guys, is it chopped? Is it minced? It's like a fucking, you know what it's like? It's like, 
a lot of the stuff in Sudani culture. Have you ever had like um, what's it called? Uh, clam chowder. Yeah. That consistency. Okay. That's a lot of Sudani stuff. Not necessarily with the like seafood in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that kind of, it's kind of like gooey. It's, it's like a, it's like a medium. It's like a thick medium <laughs> kind of thing. Slimy. A yeah, it feeds a lot of people. <laughs> it's got a big water and salt base. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, these are these are like ingredients and recipes that were cultivated in harsh times. <laughs> at least four bouillon cubes. Yeah, yeah. At least, at least. <laughs> Yo, Maggie, is there Maggie? Yeah, yeah. Four, yeah. put four. Dude. Legit, all of Arab fucking uh, culinary, like all of Arab food, is based off of those Maggi cubes. Oh yeah, dude. all of it. It's everything, dude. I've I've made I've cooked meals that have just been kind of trash, and all I did was throw in like half a Maggi, and it's just <laughs> transcended my food into a different level. Half a Maggi, I love that. That's shit. it, man. Yeah. Are you? I forget. Did you take cooking school? No, yeah. no, I look like I belong yeah. in the kitchen. I I, what is it about you? I just love cooking, man. I love cooking. I love food. Um, <laughs> I love, uh, uh, yeah, I love food. <laughs> yeah, I, I grew up with I can a, tell by the patty fucking oh, obsession, yo. It's like we're uh, just breaking bread with someone is just like next level. You know what I'm saying? Like, 100%. It's like there's a, a new level of connection once you eat with someone. Even if you're just bringing like a snack and you're sharing a snack. It's like, it's so intimate. So for me, I grew up... You know, I mean, you know, obviously in the Arab world, there isn't drinking isn't that like prominent. No, it's so, like non-existent. Yeah, so much. we just eat. So just Arabs just eat and get fat. <laughs> yeah, 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 we just bloat. Which, which I mean, I used to look at it and be like, what's wrong with these Arabs not eating healthy? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then like, I'm getting older now and my metabolism's slowing down and my belly's getting bigger and I'm just not doing anything about it. And I'm like, I'm getting the Baba vibes right now. I'm like, this is... I got the body. Now I just need the kids to go with it. <laughs> did, did you see it coming? Because I sometimes I'm like, this metabolism is slowing down. Yeah. I'm still not at the point where I'm piling on. But I know at a point that the switching point will happen where it's like your bad habits are no longer like permissible. Like it yeah. doesn't fade away. It's not <laughs> inconsequential. Like there is a direct consequence to your actions now. Yeah. And it's a sad day. I, I mean, I don't I didn't know it was coming. I mean, because my whole family is like, so my, you know, my, I come from a family of, uh, you know, uh, slightly overweight people and, uh, you know, my brother's a bigger guy, my mom was bigger and, and they're, they're on this mission right now. So they're like losing weight rapidly and I feel like such a dick because I just like show up and I bring, I'm always bringing home food yeah, at yeah, all yeah. times, man. So I'm always bringing like Thai food or, you know, I went to this new Arab place. So it's just the way we were brought up. You always bring, if you're going to eat. Bring some food home for the family. Oh yeah, yeah. So or or if you didn't finish it before you come in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the other side of the rule, you know. <laughs> you're standing outside your door, just yeah. inhaling, or just out. in your car, you're parked. <laughs> like I can't enter with like, bro. Yeah. That's bro. But that has oh my god, that's so funny because that has a, um, a dark side and a dark an ugly backside because like young Arabs get that mentality too i remember always the chill sessions with yeah. the arab boys where we just go to my one buddy ahmed's basement we just shoosh till this day we do this it's been 10 years you know <laughs> 10 years so we link up at this guy's basement we hang out we, we smoke some shisha right yeah but back in the day it used to be like there was just this fucking <laughs> back in the day there used to be a custom of like when someone was coming, all the boys would be linking up on the weekend. I'm talking about like 
eight years ago when we're all like in school or just out of school where like the weekend, no one is married. Yeah. So it's always hanging, yeah. you know, always hanging. Yeah. There was a habit of people being like, yo, I'm reaching. Ask uh, if anyone wants Tim Hortons. Yo, I'm dropping by t McDonald's. Ask if anyone wants. And now there's six guys in the basement. Oh, okay? God. So now. Okay, now let's see. No. Yo, 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 yo. So I, so I was the quote unquote cheap guy, okay? <laughs> Whereas in like, I still didn't show up. I wouldn't, it still goes without saying, don't show up with some shit unless you can share it. Yeah. So you got to finish it before or don't go. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they got into this fucking crazy habit where it'd be like, Someone would be like, it, it, it was while they started working too. So I'm going to Tim Hortons and suddenly it's like an eight thing order. One time I freaked out, bro. Yeah. I was going to McDonald's that there was like the word got around oh, and no. they sent me like a five full meal order. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I went up and it was the, it was so awkward. It was, I was like the first one to break in yeah. the group. Like, no, I just came to hang out. I'm not about to drop $56 yeah. on McDonald's. I just wanted fucking two junior chickens. I like how you say word got out. It's like, I just picture standing in a grocery store and looking at like, those tabloid magazines. And it's like, Abbas Wahab is going to McDonald's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All your boys are like, yo, can you give me double Big Mac, no Mac sauce, extra lettuce. Like, Legit, bro. Oh, I'm serious. God. Big Mac meal. Yo, Big Mac meal, know this. Big Mac meal, like five of them. And I, and I lost it. Yeah. And my one buddy had a bad habit. I love this guy. My buddy Ahmed. <laughs> Do you have a buddy who's like, well, Ahmed doesn't drink like alcohol. Mm -hmm. But uh, he gets addicted to a new drink. He has phases. Do you have buddies who have... Yeah. Like, my, my brother, Ahmed, is exactly just, yeah. like that. Is this an Ahmed thing? <laughs> yeah, is it, it is. for the Ahmeds out there? They get addicted to a certain thing. My buddy, this was back when Tim Hortons used to have the ice caps with the flavor shots. <laughs> and we used to laugh. He'd be like, bro, get me a large. Like, you'd be, I'm going through Tim Hortons. Anybody want Timmy's? Timmy's is easier. Yeah. Five people can ask for Timmy's and you're 20 bucks or less. Yeah. Right? So he, but my buddy used to always push it. We used to make fun of him because he'd be like, Ahmed, do you want anything? He's like, yeah, a large ice cap with a butterscotch shot. <laughs> I'm like, that's a $7 drink, bro. I'm deep in OSAP. What are you thinking, bro? <laughs> Till this day, we make fun of him. But like that ends and then like the kombucha will come or like, and there'll be a new thing where he has always this one type of drink. The new drink? The new drink. Yeah, my brother's on matcha right now. Yeah, bro, He's matcha a... takes people over, bro. Yeah, I don't know, dude, I still don't know what it is. Same. My matcha, sister loves I it. I have no, I know it's green. I went to my brother, is it green? I thought, it, buddy, I thought it was it's purple. It's green as fuck. What's, what's the purple one? Hibiscus? No, 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 not, it's like, it's like, I think it's Japanese uh, Ooh. or is it matcha? I, bro, matcha is usually green. Like my sister. Nah, it's like a new thing that's like everybody is talking about it. It's purple. They make it in like ice cream. They or not ice cream. Oh, is it like a uh, uh, like an exotic fruit? I think so. Like I, wild berry or some shit. Like something that? like that, man. What? Oh, buddy, can I? Should I? No, yeah, can, can I no. call Ahmed? Should yeah, I call, call him. Call I him. Call and, and 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 put him on speaker too. <laughs> <laughs> He's on his he's on his way right now. I think he's he's in the car. Let me let me. That's so funny. Yeah, you got it. First time this has been done. Habibi, what's going on? Just just a heads up. I'm just recording the podcast with uh, Abbas right now. Say what up. Say it again. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm recording the podcast with Abbas right now. Say what up. Yes. What up? What's going on, Ahmed? What's going on? You're live. You're live, buddy. So. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> listen, listen, quick question for you. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, we were talking about Ahmed's and their obsessions for new types of drinks every once in a while. So I told him that you're onto this new drink. What's that thing called, the purple one that you got in ice cream form? Buddy, acai. 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 <laughs> that acai. acai. <laughs> I like how he said it like he's part of a gang. Acai all day. That's so Scarborough. Acai. <laughs> Acai, man, they come in acai. Any any form of acai comes in a. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, the acai sales just shot, bro. Right now, bro, yeah. eighty three people bought acai. Buddy, I go to this guy's house the other day, and he goes, uh, he goes, uh, I go, hey man, can I? Uh, he goes, you want you want to try sa- acai? I was like, what is that? He's like, just try it. That's Ahmed. He doesn't, he doesn't even know what it is. Yo, just try it. Trust me. I try it, buddy. It was a purple freezy. It tasted like a grape freezy. Bro, acai. <laughs> bloody acai. You don't know, man. <laughs> All right, buddy. Get out of here. That's I got to so get back funny. to this. Let, let me just tell you one quick thing. Yeah. The funny thing about acai is that when I got introduced to it at a jiu-jitsu tournament. <laughs> Bro, you got to drink acai, man. Yeah, you want to lo- tap people out. As you're getting tapped out. And that's why I was eat- That's why I eat it. I think it's just going to make me a better jiu-jitsu fighter. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does jiu-jitsu, too. That's pretty crazy. Yo, check out the Pretty Harry podcast. My boy Mo and yeah, his brother, man. Yeah, They're doing yeah, an episode right now. Your podcast just took over my podcast. <laughs> A merger. Can I see something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, buddy. Get out of here. Okay, all right. All right. Nice meeting you, man. All right, bye. Right. Right. bro. Peace. Yeah, bro. That's fucking Ahmed for you. That's every Ahmed ever, bro. That's Ahmed. That's Ahmed vibes. I love yeah. it. Bro, man. Asai. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, what, I, is, what is that? What I don't is, know. I don't know. Let's let's actually yeah. Let's Google it just Acai. so because I like to educate people on the podcast as well. Hey, man. They're probably thinking at this point they're driving like, what the fuck is SIE? <laughs> You've said it eighteen times, yeah. but no one is googling it. How do you even spell it? A C A C A I E or A E. I just wrote A C A I E E. Maybe it says A C A code reference guide. Ugh. Acai drink. A-C- oh, A-C-A-I. Yeah. I think A-C-A-I. it's A-C-A-I. Yeah, that sounds There you right. go. Oh, fuck. A-C- okay, what is uh, the first link? What is Akai? Acai. You should know about Akai berries. Nature's purple gold. There you go. Everybody, see? But this guy is letting purple it. Purple <laughs> gold. This is, this is the extent of my production. <laughs> Look at the camera. <laughs> Uh, I, w- I went to his house and literally I was like, yo, man, you got anything sweet? He's like, yeah, I got some acai. And I tasted it. I'm like, this just tastes like a purple freezy. They fucking always are pushing the new super thing. Yeah. Right now, they're, I forget where it was. I think it was, um, ironically, Taco Bell. Yeah. They had like a wrap. Is like a, a, there's literally a fruit called super fruit or something like that. One of these fruits has like a, like, like the name is so fucking commercialized. So like passion fruit? No. No, like passion fruit. Something like like, that. like passion fruit probably got introduced in like the seventies, the passion years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now it's all about super and health. You know, dra- 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 what is it? Dragon. Dragon was the dragon fruit. Was the Game of Thrones period? <laughs> <laughs> dragon fruit. Dragon fruit. Yeah, it's it's really. I think you know what I did. I tried the. Um, People have been talking to me about this for a long time, and I've always wanted to try it. But I tried a poke bowl the other day. Oh my god! Did you? You were just talking to me about that poke. I, I love poke bowls now. I'm hooked. I haven't had a good one. What? I haven't had a good one, buddy. 
there is, yeah, I, I go, yeah, I'm not going to plug this place until they start paying this podcast. Yeah, yeah, right? But I went to the spot. Yo, put the money up! <laughs> and then you say their name. <laughs> yeah. I was, they're, they're, you know what? They're pretty good. It was just like, it, it's like sushi in a bowl. It's just eating the same thing in a different form. You know what I didn't like about it, though? Mm. The, the salmon pieces I got were too big, you know? Mm. I know, I know, like... Immigrant man, what do you mean too big? If you pay a price and they get more, how is that bad? <laughs> how can it be? No, you know, yeah. but like it's too big of a piece to be chewing, mm. like in just the midst of rice and, and stuff. It's also raw. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like if it was like a steak, then I don't care. Yeah. You know, I mean? even even if you had a bowl, and it's the perfect steak, and you cut a fat piece, yeah, it's like cut a smaller piece. Mm. But if it's raw fish, it's like definitely cut a smaller piece. It's got to be like sashimi. It's got to be like thin or thin. at least cubed. Like this last one I'm playing, I'm like, I'm like managing the, the, the salmon in my mouth. I'm like half biting it, <laughs> chewing. I'm literally doing like mouth yeah. management. <laughs> Bro, I'm like, mouth I don't management. like this shit. It's a new course offered at your local college. <laughs> yeah. Mouth management. Mouth management. <laughs> Oh, uh, dude. That's amazing. No, man. I, I, I fucking... I'm so, so sick of this, like, trend of foods. Yeah. There's always a trend of food. Yeah. You remember when sushi first hit, like, where everybody wanted sushi nonstop? Where, like, every group, everything... Sushi was so exciting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't even know avocados existed until, like, <laughs> 10 years ago. <laughs> so. Oh, same. Same, same, same. Uh, like, and for me, honestly, it's, like, six years ago. Yeah. Like, but isn't it's the that hottest weird? thing. Dude, it's... The best PR. <laughs> Nobody has better PR than avocados, bro. <laughs> I'm serious. Dude, it's so funny. This is... Speaking of avocados, Ahmed hates avocados, all right? My brother just can't stand them. Or actually, he used to love them. Like, he, I got him into guacamole. Okay. All right, I put him on guacamole, and this guy was. I put just, you on game, bro. <laughs> yeah, you're on your dime, but don't forget about guac. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget about the guac. <laughs> My boy guac. Yeah. <laughs> so I put him on guac, and this guy got hooked. And then he went to Mexico, and he went to this like fancy resort. This guy calls me long distance from the resort. He's like, "Bro, you won't believe it." I go, "What?" He's like, "You asked for guac." These guys will bring you a bowl, like a like a like a made a bowl made of stone. I don't know what you call those things. Uh, like Probably a stone bowl. Stone bowl, I guess. And this guy, they come to his table and they cut open the avocado and they make guac right at your table. And he's like, "Yo, it's sick, bro! I've been eating so much guac." This guy comes back, not even two months later, goes for sushi. His sushi roll has a piece of avocado in it. He eats it, doesn't feel good, goes get sick, and he has written off. <laughs> like anything oh he wrote it off completely completely and now, it was for sure the fish that did it too maybe yeah the yeah the avocado probably. can't get you that sick bro you could have the most rotten banana you'd be like oh <laughs> and like you it's not gonna put you down is he though i think it's yeah but now he's just even the thought of it will get him to feel kind of gross damn it must have put him down hard then huh i put him down pretty hard i was like buddy like just Take it easy. He's like, I can't. I'm like that with sweet potatoes. I can't do sweet potatoes. That's so funny. Buddy, anytime I go to a... Like, Yo, I, can't, I can just picture you at a, <laughs> at a, bar a black barbecue. Just like they're serving you. Like, nah, nah, I nah. can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I no, can't. dude. I absolutely... It's like 
I don't know what it is. I think when I was a kid, once somebody was like, "Hey, you want some potatoes?" and I thought it was just gonna be like mashed potatoes or something, mm-hmm. but it was like a. It you weren't mentally sweet. prepared for yeah. the sweetness. That's what <laughs> and it was. It fucked, you <laughs> <up>. <laughs> it fucked me up, dude. <laughs> when they switch it up on you like that, where you go, hold on, like, like if if you go, "Hey, man, can I get a glass of water?" and then somebody pours you Sprite. Yeah. It looks like water, but you drink it, it'll throw it you off. It fucks you up. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, yeah. what it was. I can't. And ever since, when people go, "Hey, man, sweet potato fries," I'm like, "I'm gonna fight you, bro." That's so I'm funny. You're literally hands. traumatized. <laughs> yeah. It's like the food version of when you like think there's a step there and there's no step, <laughs> and, and you just fall. <laughs> that's what happened to you. You're like, "Oh, I'm dying." Oh, fuck. Okay, I'm alive still. Yeah. But fuck sweet potatoes. Yeah, I can't do sweet potatoes, and Ahmed can't do avocado. What about you, man? What are foods that's funny. that you can't do? Celery, a long time ago. Really? For some reason, so I, I was so picky. You know what? Looking back at how picky I was, I like I said, I come from a big family. Yeah. I almost feel like my pickiness developed for like an identity. You, you ever like if everyone around you is eating something and there's a lot of people around you, you go, I don't eat this thing. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Just to be different. Because yeah. I didn't eat ketchup for years. I didn't eat ketchup. I would just have fries straight up. And then like five years ago, I started eating ketchup. Yeah. And like I'm at a point now where I was like, what the fuck was I doing? <laughs> Ketchup is all sugar. Why was I? I love sweet. Thi- why was I denying this? Was it for person? I don't know what it is, but Did like, you do ketchup or gravy? What's oh, either or. Oh, bro, oh, gravy. gravy. I mean, well, gravy is rarely an option. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. You're like, do you do plastic cups or high level glass? It's like I'm usually given a plastic cup, but I'll take the glass. I don't know the upgrade was available. No, 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 <laughs> gravy. Of course, like I. Yeah. I love I love good gravy. Yeah. But I worked at KFC Taco Bell for like a, uh, a year. And I oh, watched. you worked at them both. You remember the merge when they the were mer- half when half? they first merged it. That's wow. when I was that lined up with me being 15 and working <laughs> first job, bro, on the KFC side, on the fucking Taco Bell side. Yeah. But uh, how KFC makes their I, I just real quick is um, I used to not fuck with celery, and that also at some point switched. Mm. I don't I don't know. I have no idea why, but. Some celery's got a weird taste to it, yeah, right? You know, it's something yeah. different. And I didn't fuck with it growing up, but it's got a nice crunch. Yeah. You know what I mean? It does. Yeah. And now I'm more into the crunch than the flavor, if I'm being honest. <laughs> it's a great it's like drinking water while chewing. Celery's all water, you know what I mean? So you're good with celery now? Fine with celery. I don't know. Something happens with your taste buds. They they they, they change, right? Yeah. It's taste good buds. with stew, man. You put it in stew, it changes the flavor completely. Bro, it's when I st- when I moved to Michigan and was cooking for myself yeah. and, and started batch cooking tuna salad. Tuna when you salad. start making tuna salad and you don't fuck with celery, bro, you're the only one not laughing, yeah, you know? Buddy. It's like, you, who, who's your headliner? Who, yeah, right? Who's hosting this show? Yeah, I need a medium. <laughs> There's no structure here. It's the all tuna, mush. The tuna is the headliner, but yeah. the celery is like a solid A opener. strong, or a middle, you know middle, what I mean? Oh, yeah. buddy, great middle. Comedy, th- we'll be right back with comedy talk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, yo, I used to work at KFC, yeah. Taco Bell, same, you know, a slightly smaller version of each one. And um, how KFC makes their gravy. I mean, at the time, this was 15 years ago. And I'm sure it's even more disgusting than this yeah. by now. They don't get less disgusting as time no, goes. Of course not. No. The fryers, each one's a, like a cylinder. They have a bunch of fryers that they drop. like They, they have like, uh, imagine like a, a rack, like a barbecue rack. Yeah, yeah. Three of them. Oh yeah, and like in a cage, yeah. they line up six pieces of chicken here, six here, six here, and drop this thing into a cylindrical uh, vat of, of bubbling oil. oil. Yeah, lock it in, close it. It's going timer, bring it out. 
they always they're supposed to change the oil probably every like 48 hours I, ever, I was never back there in the cooking so i don't know the exact frequency but at the end a lot of the broken off uh breading mm. and broken off uh flour crisp flour fragments go to the bottom so when you change it there's a big precipitate like uh what's i'm not even not, like precipitate essentially I'm, that's like this uh, chemical yeah. term but like there's all this drop off that's condensed oh god so they take that drop off and they freeze it. It, 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 it. The filter is like a uh, a cone shape. So they'll literally take the filter, put it in the freezer. And then when they want to make gravy, no. they go get those filters. They bang it. Ga, ga, ga. Empty it into the thing. They have a big packet that comes from like the main distribution center for gravy mix. Yeah. It's powder. And then they just go boiling water on top and just mix, bro. Oh. That's how KFC's gravy is made. And it's fucking great, bro. It's all the runoff. It's Buddy, like, I've drank KFC yeah, gravy. Yeah, bro. It's the runoff. It's exactly what we want. Imagine it was just powder and water. You'd be fucked that. Give me whatever was in the bucket. What's in the filter, bro? Literally, bro. Give, give me that shit. KFC gravy is like the, the dudes that just don't smoke weed, but they just like do oils because it's more like condensed. Concentrated, you know, you're like, don't just give me beef gravy, dude. I want you to take that filter. It's a filter, like yeah. the, the, the term is fil- it filters things out and not for you to, you know, I don't know. It's the ultimate recycling, yeah, you know. And, and you could tell they they did that to it's the best flavor. I mean, oh, it's yeah. ends the ultimate. Rec- I'm not mad at it because if you think about it, that's pretty much what all gravies are, yeah, right? Like you take the runoff and you add probably like. A beef stock yeah, or something. A little bit of flour, maybe. A little bit of flour to yeah. thicken it. That's literally what all gravy is. It's just this is done on like a commercial level <laughs> of a cone. It's a dense, oily, like like you ever seen oil change? Yeah. The top is all liquid, but the bottom's got this hard sediment. Yeah. Now imagine that just compressed, bro. I just I that shit I'll never forget. I'm but like, yeah, damn, to, this is how they make this shit. I used to work at McDonald's. Never worked at McDonald's. Yeah, McDonald's. For how long? Uh, For uh, a little over a year when I was like 15, 16, like around then. And uh, yeah, I think I was actually underage when I worked there. But uh, my my brother knew like a a bunch of – because he worked there too. Like that was like – one of the jobs that he That's had. That's the standard entry. McDonald's is actually a great starting place. Great starting Terrific place. training system. They yeah. really get you into – they tell you – you learn on the job what it is to be an employee. There's no better way of learning than to get a part-time job at McDonald's. Yeah, dude, absolutely. It was it's crazy. Here's the crazy thing is that like it's not even just the training, but it's the people that you deal with. Like the people that come into McDonald's are like like my brother when he worked there, he was working like the the kitchen. So he's, you know, making the burgers and stuff. And you were cash. I was cash, and then I went to the. You're kid. a talker. That's why they yeah. put me on cash too. I went to the cash, and then I went to drive through, which was like a promotion at the oh. time. I was like, "Yo, we got a window. <laughs> 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 Yo, we made it, baby, right?" And then, and then they were like, "All right, let's train you on kitchen." And I loved kitchen because you just don't deal with customers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, man, my my brother, uh, he when he worked there. He eventually was like, you know, man, I don't want to do this kitchen thing. He's like, and they go, well, do you want to do night shifts? He goes, okay, I'll do night shifts. So this guy goes and starts doing the night shift. And when you do the night shifts, you got to change the oil. You got to, like, you know, make sure the restaurant. I'll do that routine maintenance stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then, but I, I didn't know this, but this guy tells me, my brother goes, man, sometimes they'd send me into the play place to clean it. And parents, and I don't know if parents still do this, 
probably not after COVID, you pray to God that they don't, but they'll <laughs> stuff their kids with cheeseburgers and then send this kid into the ball pit. This kid's doing flips and stuff and just like, <laughs> oh, buddy, they'll just either puke or pee in there. Doesn't have the language skill to <laughs> yell for help. To articulate it. <laughs> <laughs> It's just me dying. <laughs> you know? Eating gross. It's like, what is it you want? You're more food? You want more? He needs nuggets. Get yeah. him nuggets. Can we get another six? Yeah. <laughs> so he, he would have to go and take out all the balls from the ball pit, put them in like this thing, take them to the back, hose them down, clean up the mess, put the balls back. And it was crazy, man. I, when I worked there, I, yeah, I worked window and it was Buddy, imagine just being 15. My voice is still cracking. Yeah. I'm just like not comfortable with myself. These guys come up. They're like, I asked for a burger with extra pickles. This has a regular amount of pickles. <laughs> and they would just like, dude, throw it right up <laughs> yeah, my yeah, chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're 15 and you don't really have a backbone. So you're like, oh, like ah, so, yeah. sorry, uh, I'll get you another one. And then you just go, and by the time you realize you got a burger whipped at you, you're at home laying down. You're like, like Yo, I should have handled it like this. <laughs> yeah. You're showering eight years later. I bet you're still dealing with this. Oh, my like, God. But I've talked to therapy this. about yeah. this. Like, that guy threw a burger at me. I'm not happy. And I think he was really throwing my inner innocence. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, Mo. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was crazy. It was a fun job, though. I, I definitely uh, – I feel like that's the job that I became, like, a man in that's when I was like, I realized you get paid. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what exactly what happened to me with KFC Taco Bell. I got it when I was 15. I was so I was more gung ho and excited to get a job than anyone I knew. I was I submitted app uh, all the applications to work at places one week before my birthday to turn 15 because I was like, I'll take them one week to get to me and then I'll be 15. Yeah. So I was like so amped to work and like make my own money. And KFC Taco Bell was like. Dude, I still remember the funny shit we used Bro, I used to, for a year, I used to go into the walk-in fridge just to smack bags of sour cream. <laughs> <laughs> you ever smack Why? a bag? Of, you ever smack? It's like a fat ass, bro. You just, bro, I'd be in there, bro. They'd be like, they'd come in like, what are you doing, man? You got people at the cash. I'm like, oh, fuck, okay. I'm just in there smacking a bag of sour cream. Someone catches you off guard. You're doing some useless yeah, shit. Da, da, da. Literally, I swear to God, bro. Literally, just I would, I would be like, I'm, I'll be in the fridge if you need me. <laughs> oh man, so uh, I love Taco Bell was the best. Because, Hold on, let's go back. Bro. Yeah, yeah, okay, let's go back okay, to okay. that because that's fucking. <laughs> I swear, bro. You ever get okay? Because they're the. Distribute <laughs> restaurant size distribution bags. Yeah, oh so yeah. So they're not like a regular bag you would have at a house. No. They're like the size of a laptop, pure sour cream. Yeah. And not dense. Not like not really suspended, like in the sense like it's super pressurized. Yeah. There's slack. Oh but there's slack. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So was, I'm this, talking. was this in London? Yeah, hell yeah! Well, I was 15, bro. Were you the only? Were you the only person of color on staff? Or was yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I used to, bro. I used to. I, I used <laughs> the to. The only black guy slapping bags of ranch in the back. <laughs> bro, I used. To, I look back at the shit I used to do. I used to pretend I was a slave to my white manager, <laughs> oh, and no. it was my joke, not, and it made him awkward. Yeah. <laughs> I used to come up to him. I was 15, you know. I was yeah. still like a fucking smart ass and shit. You don't even know. I'll take my hat off. <laughs> I would be like, "Please, Savs." I was thinking that I could take my my lunch, my break now. And he's like, dude, you're so fucking weird. Just go. I literally just just to fuck around and make him feel awkward. Yeah. But it's so funny the people you work with at the time because it's funny when you first get exposed to the working industry. Mm. Like, what impresses you? 
Mm. Like my manager was working at Taco Bell for 16 years. And I remember watching her rap burritos and i'm like damn you really know how to wrap a burrito and she's like i've been doing it for 16 years and i'll be like damn that's high level you know and now i'm like damn 16 years oh no you gotta you gotta be at least regional manager at this point or something you yeah. can't be a, a store manager you by 16 years you gotta be covering southwestern ontario at least you minimum, know, minimum. in the game, yeah. at least, if not the province person, yeah, you know? not ra- definitely not wrapping burritos, bro. It's so the <laughs> shit that could have impressed you. The manager that I used to pretend I was a slave to, yeah. dude named Dan. Again, I look like this guy had a DUI, so he drove around on a gas scooter <laughs> way before they were like birds or the cool. Like, yeah. eh. I-, I used to wear a helmet, and I used to be like, man, sick. That's gas powered. He's like, yeah, they can do up to like fifty. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and like he literally lost his license because he had a DUI. And I'm like, I want a scooter like that. <laughs> He's like, keep drinking. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> well, keep playing your cards right, kid. <laughs> no, that's crazy, man. I, yeah, every job brings its own like chapter of BS and like lessons. I used to work for a bank. Uh, it was a call center, and people would call about their credit cards, and I would just answer their balance, tell them their balance, and all that stuff. And that was a crazy job, man, because they record all your calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was nothing. My that... little sister's doing that right now. Really? Yeah. Buddy, all power to your sister. Yeah, because from it's, home. It's the worst job. Dude, I would rather work at McDonald's than work at a call center because it was just, that. first of all, the amount of racism that you received. By the way, I have worked at a call center. Oh, so you uh, know yeah, all yeah, about yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So but, it's... but we were selling stuff. Oh, so, so they just outbound? hang up on us. Like, yeah, outbound magazine oh, sales damn. see i had it easier i had people calling me but yeah. it was about credit like here's the thing nobody ever calls their credit card company to say thanks <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, that's only a sour call yeah, yeah only problem so it was just like and they set targets for you so you had to take like 80 calls a day or something like that and if you got under that your manager would pull you in and be like hey so i i noticed you only took 75 is there uh, something you want to tell me and you're like yeah I don't care about this place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, this is dumb. Everybody here is, like, just lifeless. Like, you see people, like you said, 16 years. Buddy, there was a chick that sat next to me. It was, a, it was like, a, a, like, a, like an older woman, and she was there for 30 years. I was like, where was the credit card call center industry 30 years ago? Yeah. Like this, I'm, I'm guessing she was just on a typewriter. Like you got to pull your balance, so you got to go to the back room and pull a file. Yeah, <laughs> like the, the how old operators would connect cables. <laughs> well, you want to talk to 68, number 68? <laughs> click, click. All right, you're talking to her. Click, click. Like, yeah. Dude, did, did she walk around with like, I've been here forever? Like I, I've seen this shit yeah. evolve? Or was she just kind of like quiet, just like, fucking playing the clock like waiting to retire no you know what it was man you work a job like that for that long and you become the automated system like she was very like you couldn't have like a regular conversation oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, this yeah, yeah. everything was very like structured she's like how are you doing she's like doing very well how are you and i was like good she's like okay thank you for calling how like she had no time yeah for just admit like conversation like she just it was she just, went robot mode pretty much yeah well, and that depressed me because I would be sitting at my desk and, you know, I think at the time I was like 21 or something. And I'm like, just hating all these calls. We're in the red. If you're in the red, that means there is like, like hundreds of calls, like waiting in the queue or like tens of, I don't even know the number, but it was just, there's so many. But calls. there's a lot. There's and a lot. we're in the red. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're it's in not the red. good. In the it's red like, is never good. There's a little red light that came on and it's like, yo, oh, you got to start God. taking more calls. And I was like, oh, thank you for calling. That's how you know there's a lot of queued people. It's just one little red light. Yeah. Cause it was, it wouldn't light if it was just like, whatever, if there was no one waiting. 
if there was a little bit of people waiting, it'd be green. It was like a traffic light. Yellow, a little hotter. Red is like, yo, we're slammed right now. Like the system just went down. People's credit cards aren't working and now they're losing it. So I remember, man, it, it was just like I was sitting there and I'm taking these calls and I remember looking around me and there's people, you know, the turnaround is pretty high Yeah. for jobs like that. Nobody oh, course, really sticks around except for his every call center jobs like that. But They're constantly all... hiring. Constantly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But there's a few people that are lifers and these lifers, man, you'd walk by, you, you just look at their desk and it was like you were looking at their apartment. You know, there was like a picture of a cat, the grandkids, there's plants. She's got a fish tank. I'm like, this is in one cubicle. That's not even, it's just a corner. It's not like three walls. No, it's you're getting two walls. They're always white people too, right? <laughs> no, but, oh, buddy, it was everybody. Uh, this is in Scarborough? This is in, uh, no, it's in North, uh, North York, like right by Yorkdale. Okay, well, this is in London, these would always be like old, like, mid-age white people Janice. always always <laughs> always like always a hundred percent there was yeah. never like because like the fobs always clearly understood they were being underpaid like you could see it on an immigrant's face <laughs> like non-white people their face reflects when they know they're being underpaid whereas white people kind of yeah. hold it together yeah so those people never seem to last long dude no. i i did a call center i said my first job was kfc taco bell that's not true because my really first job was a place called PRC Books of London, and they hired me when I was 14. I wasn't even 15. It was like under the book shit. Mm -hmm. I used to call people, try to sell them magazine subscriptions for Chatelaine magazine. What is and that? What magazine? It's some women's magazine. Okay, okay. Uh, Chatelaine and something else. Uh, but I still remember that I would call, and you would get a $2 bonus at Toonie if you made the sales. And I would take the bus there. It was downtown. I had a job for maybe a month before they let me go. Yeah. Because it's like... There's a certain type of call center person that they're looking for. Mm. And they just get rid of you if you're not that person. Mm. But I remember getting off a call and the lady walking by. Because I'd be like, hi, my name is Abbas Abdullahab. I this, the blah, blah, blah. And like, and she, uh, and you know, the people always shut you down for most of the part. Yeah. But you sell some. That, the most shocking part <laughs> is that some people are buying magazine <laughs> subscribe that that's the most shocking thing and then you panic because you go would you like to su subscribe and they go yeah you're, you're like, like wait really, really? <laughs> yeah yeah no then you're flipping a part of the a part of the, the manual the, the, not even the manual the um, the script that you haven't even turned to there's dust on it <laughs> okay uh so you would like to get a subscription <laughs> yeah you know but like yeah. she came by after the call she goes old white lady she goes look Nobody wants to buy from an Abbas Abdul Wahab. Tell them your name is John Smith and go on with the script. You no, know what I mean? She's really? Like, Don't say your name is Abbas Abdul Wahab. No tell way. Them. Yeah, bro. Oh. She's like, tell them your name is John Smith. And it's like, you could be offended by it, or the reality is that is like a reflection of people's mentalities yeah. at the home, you know? And it's true. It, it, Did it work? Like, I wasn't there that long to be able to get the data <laughs> on it. They got rid of me pretty quick after that. And I was so happy because I was like, I was depressed, but it was my first job. I was like, I can't quit. Yeah. I, it's money. But uh, they got rid of me. Thank God. But like, you can tell. It, it, the numbers didn't show up. But like, when you say your name is Abbas Abdul Wahab. Yeah. And you continue to talk. Yeah. Their mind is still on, what the fuck? Name kind of. Yeah. Wow, what is that? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? When you say, hey, my name is Clark Gibson. And they keep talking. They forget Clark Gibson. Yeah, because it's a, it's a, 
It's a layup of a name. It's a white, standard, white, white rice? standard yeah. name in the area. Like, I mean, if, if I'm in Sudan, I call someone saying it's Clark Gibson. They're like, what the fuck, right? They're going to be like, hey, go, huh? where yeah. are you, Canada? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's UN. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no UN, no UN. But uh, but yeah, like, I, it would, I guarantee you it would have worked. People yeah. like John. John is like a name you trust. Yeah. It is. It really is. I mean, yeah, people got because I would use Muhammad or I wouldn't say Muhammad. I would say Muhammad. But you are inbound. That's totally different, though. But they, dude, immediately there was always some sort of comment, some sort of remark. This is around nine eleven, or this is like no, probably ten years was, past. I, I was, I was, uh, well, I was probably twenty. Ten years ago. Yeah, probably about ten years ago. Okay, so it's still kind of like. Yeah, maybe about like twelve, ten to twelve years ago. But yeah, they would just they go. Muhammad. Yeah. I go, yeah. This doesn't sound like a Muhammad. Like yeah. that was a phrase that I got all the I remember I got so mad once that this guy's like, You don't sound like a Muhammad. And I was like, Yeah, what do I sound like? And this guy's like, Sound like an Alex. Yeah. And I was like, and I was like <laughs> this guy thought about it. I know. That's so funny. <laughs> I actually respected it. Yeah, yeah, me like too. he's like, let's not take it easy with that Muhammad stuff. Let's go more towards the Alex. And you kind of sound like an Alex, by the way. Do I? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It wouldn't be like a like it wouldn't be like a Steve. Yeah. You don't sound like a Steve. No. But you I, sound like an Alex. I could see that. I don't that sound for like sure. a Muhammad either, but you know, but I I, I, I got to a point. The way when you said Muhammad, you Muhammad? did. Dude, as I get older, I don't sound like a Mah. <laughs> as I yeah, get older, I want to. I, I get more connected to my roots, and I'm pretty close. I think to just being, just when I introduce myself in like you know like say Muhammad semi formal settings, just be like it's Muhammad, yeah. and then people go, how do you, how, uh, what is Muhammad? And I no. go, look, man, you struggle with it yourself. That's my name, you know. And it's also nobody is struggling with Muhammad anymore. That's no. like a fucking the like. What, the no person who's struggling, yeah, the person who's struggling with Muhammad right now is still laughing at airline food jokes. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like hack. someone stuck in the nineties, <laughs> Muhammad. It's like, yeah, that's your landlord's name. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Muhammad, yeah, that was your mortgage specialist's name. Yeah, that's everything. That's Barack Obama's like middle name. Like, well, it's not really, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Muhammad is not. Muhammad it's so anymore It's so common And they would Honestly man They would just be like Ah what What are you Are you in India And I was like Dude I'm I'm I actually on young I'm looking out the window Of my office And I'm pretty sure I could see your neighborhood <laughs> From my window Like Oh yeah you're wearing A red shirt Yeah, yeah. Dude yeah, I'll get so mad I said this on our podcast But dude I would just I would get so mad Imagine you don't say it <laughs> Check out the podcast Yeah to check find out, out the podcast <laughs> Yeah pretty hairy no. <laughs> I man, no, I said dude, this on my podcast. I would, I would say, I was, and not that you know anybody really cares, but I, I would get so mad, and I wouldn't be able to do anything because they would not only record your calls, but they were recording your screen. <laughs> so when they were coaching you, like the manager would pull you aside in coaching sessions and pull up your screen, and just you'd see your mouse clicking. He's on like, things. you should have gone to the profile here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Like, you should have, when you try to offer the sale, how did you do it? Try to pitch it to me right now. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. But, dude, you know what I would do sometimes? I would just get so mad at these customers that I would just go into their language preference and change it to French at the end of the phone call. I'm oh. like, this guy was a dick. I'd change it to French. I'm like, this guy definitely <laughs> did not pass grade nine French, and I'm going to fuck up his life right now. For at least one month, he's going to have to call back and just be like, uh, uh, you know, wait on hold, get through the, the, this, the automated system. 
That's real anger, by the way. When yeah. you when you fuck with someone to the point when when you're angry enough to fuck with someone where you're not around for the payoff, yeah, that's angry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Just to just make you happy, knowing down the road at some time they're gonna have an inconvenience <laughs> yeah. that makes you happy. You don't even have to be there. I love that, dude. That's what it was. Well, you and, and I worked it for a long time, dude. I worked it for like four years for it. Damn, a lot of comics do the fucking yeah. call center bit. Well, I had nothing or going gig, on. Rather. I had nothing going on for me. I had just come back from Windsor. I went to university there for a year, and I had just bombed. I just partied for a year. Yeah. I was like, I'm I 19 over there. Yeah. So you're like 19 away from home. You're Did you living? go to Cheetahs? <laughs> of course. Cheetahs. No, was it? no, no, hold on. We went to Leopards. Leopards is Leopards the older one. Leopards, they have coffins ready in the back. <laughs> they have like a, hall, a wall of fame? No. Yeah, they have spare hips just ready to go. <laughs> Leopards is like 10 years older than Cheetahs. It was like, it was like the the first time I ever actually went to uh, Cheetahs was for me. It was also Windsor. Was it really? Windsor's like like people don't realize this because Detroit is right across Windsor. All the Americans looking to party because it's twenty one in Michigan. It's nineteen, and Windsor is that outlet. Yeah. So they all, so it's actually a weirdly live night scene, and there's a lot of like strip clubs that are like bumping. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not even the guy who's like, yo, let's go to strip club. But like no, the, when either. I went to Windsor, yeah. everyone was like, yo, Cheetah. Yeah. <laughs> like Cheetahs was planned. Well when you're 19 too, you were like you, it, yeah, it's it was just like, oh my God, people go into this place and then there's naked woman dancing. You're yeah. like, yeah, I definitely want to I went once when I was 16 and it was my brother and a bunch of his boys and these guys, one of them was like, oh, let's go to this and then they all looked at me like, yeah, but this guy's like 16. I was probably even 15. And they were like, this guy's too young. Like, don't worry about it, man. This guy, one of the guys, yo, I know the guy at the door. That's and I was so like, funny. So then I rolled with them and I went to the strip club when I was 15. And I was just, man, it was such an experience. Because again, you're 15 years old. You're it looks like Narnia pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it really Narnia is. Narnia with asses. <laughs> I was like, yeah. whoa. And these guys are just like, you know when they all know that you're the like you're amateur? You're overwhelmed, yeah. Yeah, and they're all older. So they look at you, but you're trying to play it cool. Like, yeah, yeah. Yo, I've seen boobs before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so I just remember going there, and then these guys were like, "Yo, let's get this guy a lap dance." And I was like, "Oh God!" And I was nervous. I was I, I like, you know, you get it, it's, you don't have to have game for a lap dance. You no, just go no, and, not at all. You pay for it. Yeah, right. Yeah, so these it's guys, a like, service. Yo, so they get this girl. They go, "Yo, yo, get this guy. It's his birthday. Get this guy." He's, you know, so she's like, "Oh, it's your birthday." And I was like, "Don't go. Just play with it." And I was like, "Yeah, it's my birthday." <laughs> and then she like takes me upstairs into this like you know little the lap dance area yeah and then i'm sitting there and she takes out this little like rag or not you know the thing that they put the on your lap the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just put it on my lap and i'm like and she's like so what do you do and i just like made up this whole story <laughs> I, 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 yeah i was like i'm a university student she's like which one and i was like uh all of them ryerson <laughs> she's like get out of here i go to ryerson and i was like you're like fuck <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. She's like, she's like, don't worry. She's like, we're just gonna wait for the song to finish, and I'll start dancing on the new song. And I go, okay. So she's making this conversation. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then this new, this new song starts, or this new song starts. So she gets up and she's about to start dancing, and then the music cuts off, and then it's just quiet. And then I'm just kind of confused. And then she looks over because it's like booths, like restaurant yeah, yeah, booths. Yeah, yeah. So she looks over at like a couple of booths down. She goes. Hey, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, what's going on with the music? And this Brooklyn chick is like, oh, we done. 
And she's like, what? He's like, yeah, we're done. It's finished. It's close time. And then this girl looks at me. She's like, oh, she's like, I'm sorry. And I was like, <laughs> you're like, like, I already came. <laughs> <laughs> Before you yeah. even put that towel down yeah, on my yeah. lap, I was done. I, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to have to keep this. <laughs> yeah. Can I go ahead and keep this? So then, so then, so then she, she goes, oh, she's like, I'm sorry. And I was like, it's cool. It's all good. And she goes, well, you know what? Oh, there's always next time. I go, yeah, yeah, for sure. So then she goes to walk away. And this is where things kind of got a little bit weird. She grabs me by my shirt. And she goes to walk away. And she comes back, grabs me by my shirt, and kind of pins me back into the chair. And she yeah. goes, you tell anybody at Ryerson that I do this, I will kill you. And she walked away. Actually. I swear to God, bro. And I was like, ah. in my head, I was like, I'm still in high school. <laughs> I just came again. <laughs> <laughs> that was so hot. <laughs> I'm going to tell all Can of Can I them. get another towel? <laughs> That's so and funny, then, dude. And then when I came back to like my brother's crew, these guys were like, yeah, this guy got laughed at. So I was like, oh, you know what it is. <laughs> She's not even walking right now. <laughs> They're like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? She danced on me she, so good. She slipped. She slipped. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's so, so you got a lap dance at 15? At 15. Oh, no, you didn't get the lap dance. I almost yeah, did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, saw, <laughs> I saw boobs. Yeah. I did. I was like, live dancing boobs. I almost did that. That counts. You went to the booth. It's not even about the lap dance. It's being, ta- I, it's, <laughs> it's being taken to that booth. I made that's it to the, the booth. That's the experience. And being one-on-one with them in the booths, a yeah. stripper, it, that, that's literally the experience. Imagine like a baseball game where they're just like analyzing if the player touched the base first or if he's out and they're just doing the slow-mo he went to the booth but did he get the he made it to the booth that yeah. counts yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is the management deciding whether you owe to pay for the song yeah. or not they're watching a replay monitor <laughs> he touched he touched there he touched <laughs> and actually his foot's out of the line his foot you're like yeah take it to the box that's wild though yeah. i didn't get a lap dance to like my fucking early 20s or even like mid 20s i went to strip clubs yeah. for like f- when i say for five years i'm saying like between the first strip club i went to and that i'm not frequenting no no clubs. of course yeah yeah but like i went many times and it always was like fuck 20 dollars for a fucking song fuck 20 dollars no, for yeah. a song and then one time i went where i think it was like my birthday or something like that and then people were paying for it yeah and i'm like oh my friend <laughs> if you're going to pay i want that and that and that. dude it was it's, can i it, do group deal <laughs> you, you got coupon yeah yeah this one good i i can't really yeah strip clubs are they're they're a weird place man they're not definitely not for everybody i i get I can't nowadays, like, I mean, we're in COVID now, but like before COVID, when people were getting married, I'd have friends be like, yo, bachelor party. First, we're going to go to the strip club. And then we, and I was like, there was that part always made me feel so uncomfortable. And now as in like a fully grown adult, I'm like, I just don't, I'm not happy there. Can we go eat jerk chicken? Oh, a hundred percent. Let's go yeah. eat jerk. Let's go to the best fucking patty place in town. <laughs> yeah. Let me consult the list. <laughs> yeah, it's number two now. But like. I feel exact same way. I forget who I had on recently, but we we're talking about strip clubs. I told him I played Sudoku at a strip club at Cheetahs, really? like years later, <laughs> years later. Like went to Cheetahs. Pretty much the soccer team in high school. Uh, we all had fake IDs, but they would have a. I wasn't even part of the soccer team, but I was just friends with people. Yeah. So they would always have a tournament in Windsor where they would get hotels for the weekend, and that was the party weekend. Every yeah. season they had that, right? Oh boy! So I would always go with them. To fucking Windsor and we go to Cheetahs and stuff like that. Mm. And then like in my time in Windsor and whatever, because I lived pretty much right outside Detroit for two and a half years. Mm. But I remember at one point like literally being like at the side of the stage playing Sudoku, waiting on some motherfuckers to finish a lap dance. Because like I got brought, 
you know, 90% of the time you get brought to the strip club. Yeah. It's never, like we we're saying, you never lead the no. pack, right? No. But this time I got brought. No one was really into it except like the really horny person or whatever it was. <laughs> it was like the sea squad. It was like an off night. It wasn't the weekend. Oh, boy. It was like a weird time. Yeah, it's like amateur night. Yeah, you know, She's yeah. bombing on stage. Yeah, you see the C-sections, everything. <laughs> I'm talking about like the oh, C-section. Yeah, no. C-section Cindy. <laughs> you know? Give it up for C-section Cindy. But like... <laughs> Half empty, like like two thirds empty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I thought, yeah. like, what is this? An open mic? <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, just literally. Pl- and I'm like, man, I'm playing Sudoku at a strip club. <laughs> it, it's, it's a weird experience, man. It really. I remember going to a strip club once for this guy's bachelor party, and uh, there was these two old dudes that were sitting. What do they call it? Like uh, the the right when you're sitting right in the front, like like that runway, like like pervert, pervert's alley or like something. Pervert's stage side, we'll say. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. there's like a name for we'll, it. We'll just call it courtside. <laughs> courtside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These boys got courtside. They They're got, the ones who like put a dollar up. Yeah. And like she'll put it between her tits, or or or, or yeah. all they'll reach to put it between her tits, yeah. or like put it on her thing. They Just slime have, bags. They're yeah. like they're like regulars. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Tell. You could because th- they're the ones who have the the mojo to be sitting right there. Oh yeah, buddy. One of them was eating a burger and fries, <laughs> and I was just like, yo, this guy. I I look, I was like, this is, I didn't even know they serve food here, and this guy's eating a burger and fries. Homeboy next to him is like cheering the strippers on using their real names. He's not calling them by like candy or like Mercedes or whatever. No, man. He was just like, "Yeah, Melissa." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like all their sugar daddy. Yeah, he knows, man. He's got like their like rookie cards. <laughs> yeah. Melissa, 55 yeah. five for abortions. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, uh, everybody, welcome Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back from the abortion clinic early. Ferrari yeah. will be dancing all night. Oh, man, it was it was weird. I, I Yeah, until now, I can't. Anytime somebody goes, hey, bachelor party, go to a strip club first, I'm like, all right, man. Yeah, I'm going to try my best to make it, but I never make it to the strip club. It's some weird, it's a weird place. Is it a tradition? Once you get past the novelty. Right? But yeah. I will say this. You ever go into a strip club where it's like, Usually there's something about like strippers where in your mind you're like, that's a stripper. So it's like you see her a little differently. I'm not saying not anything against knocking strippers, but I'm saying like as you see her, you know, it's like a woman at a bar. You're like, when you see a stripper, in my mind, I'm not like, oh, I'm going to date her and try to and and try to be with her for the rest of my life. You don't have that. Whereas you may see a random girl and have some weird momentary fantasy of life together. Just for a second, you know, you don't really have that with strippers, right? Yeah. But bro, do you ever go into a strip club where it's like they have their A squad, where it's the most beautiful women you've ever seen? Yeah. And you understand marrying strippers? <laughs> that song, I'm in love with the stripper. Yeah, dude. I forget. Where the fuck? This is the States. The States, their strip clubs, different level. Oh, they're bro. off the chain. Yeah, yeah, different level. I forget where. I, had. Yeah. I don't know if I, where I was in Nashville. I don't know where I was, but... Man, I remember one night walking into a strip club and just being like, oh, <laughs> I get that rap video vibe. I get everything. This well, is the hottest thing I've ever seen in my life. They have an advantage life. over us, though. They have the dollar bills. We don't got the dollar bills. Funny on that. My buddy went to Niagara or something for his bachelor party. Yeah. I pulled out 60 in ones. Never make it rain with less than a couple hundred dollars. <laughs> Because that 60 falls goddamn quick <laughs> and nothing happens. No stripper comes. The stripper turned around before my money even hit the ground. <laughs> I swear to God, she was, she was, you know how they do laps up and down? Yeah. She reset the lap and 
was walking by, <laughs> and I'm still, and the money all fell, and I'm like, I could still reach and get a couple bucks back. You're like, I'm not taking it back. I just want to make it rain more. Bro, I've never <laughs> felt so stupid in my life than to fucking blow sixty dollars oh, like, for no reason at all. It just goes up in three things, yeah, and that's sixty dollars you just blew, American, which is like eight hundred Canadian. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's the biggest waste of money. It really, really is. And I mean, I understand everybody's making a living and, you know, there's obviously skill involved with twirling around this pole and having core muscles and stuff. But like, for me, I'm like, I don't understand what the appeal is. And I know this is like a hack joke. Comedians have made it before, but it's like going to a restaurant and just watching the food. You know what I'm saying? Or you just, you're like, there is no, there is no real incentive for me to be here. And the longer I'm here, the sadder I feel. But the food is usually bomb, apparently. A lot of strip clubs are known for their food, and a lot of people go there and don't care, are just like us, but the food is so great. Really? Yeah, in the States especially, crazy food deals. Damn. People have lunch there. All it's common. <laughs> well, to have, like, to go do lunch at a strip joint, that's like, you know, they got one, two girls out or whatever, but, like, they have lunch specials that are actually great. That's insane. The yeah. States is, like, a different place, man. It's a different entity. It's the Wild West, bro. Yeah. I love it. I, I remember reading this interview once with, uh, it was Future, the rapper. Yeah. And he was saying that him and Metro Boomin, his producer, they, uh, they'll- Huge fan of Metro Boomin. Oh, he's great. I love Metro Boomin. And they go and they'll they'll like start cooking up these beats and these tracks and stuff. And then once they have a song locked in together, they, they feel like it's a banger, but they're not sure. So then they'll go to a strip club and give that song to the DJ and they'll play it, and he'll just watch all the strippers and see how they react. And if money starts flying, these girls start, you know, then they go, this song's Actually, making it. Yeah, that's, how, that's their writing process. That's amazing. Like, if it yeah. kills, that's it killing. Yeah, yeah. They go, yo, we're putting this on an album. Bro, but there, I totally get that in the sense that there is a vibe. Yeah. And I actually, I realize, when you think of making it rain, there's a technique to it. Yeah. <laughs> I realize in that moment, because you have the money yeah. in your hand. I have 60 that I could just throw up, but yeah. I don't want it to be done like that. No. <laughs> I want it to be paced. So what you end up doing, and you need a constant, if it's always in the air, yeah. then you need to drop, like, you do this thing. You go, like, and the guys that come in with, like, fucking 100 grand, bro, yeah. I'm like, there's a technique. They're just, like, yeah, bro, you got to pace it like a river type deal, man. <laughs> and, like, the, I just, there was no hype in music or whatever, yeah. but I could tell if my favorite jam came on. I would just throw that whole 60 in there because yeah. it's so amped. Of course. But I just did it like clinically. Like I was like, I'm going to take out once and I'm going to make it rain because <laughs> I want to make it rain. You got to make it, it rain so at sad. least once in your life. It's like one of those things that's like a bucket list. You got to make it rain. Just so you know, it does not work if it's less than a couple hundred dollars. Because I, like I said, I pulled out 60 and it was a waste of 60. Yeah. Like when it's a couple hundred, then... You're going bills are constantly in the air, yeah, and there's a vibe. But like I'm talking, like 15 seconds to throw up your 60 bucks. <laughs> the strippers walking away, bro. You feel it's the dumbest. Well, feeling you gotta ever. start. No one is looking. <laughs> you, it's also like when you before you ever went to a casino, yeah. you thought when you did this, there'd be like five sexy bitches watching. <laughs> yeah, you also think that in the strip club, like when you make it rain, people are gonna be like, oh. Yeah. No one was watching. No one gave the stripper walked away, bro. And I'm just throwing my money like a dumbass. Yeah, there's got to be a consistent flow of of money flying up. But yeah, I don't know, man. I don't think I, I, I you can't do that in Canada. I mean, you could do it in fives, but that's a lot of money. Yeah, and that's, like, You're that's really, you really got to be balling, bro. Yeah, so I'm not really. I remember, you know what? I remember uh, one time I went with a buddy of mine, and they were playing amazing songs. So I was hyped on the tracks. Yeah. 
minutes. I was like, and it was like a bump in night, but I still, there was just this awkwardness. And I'm, I think too deeply about things. And I'm always just sitting here thinking, I'm like, ah, I don't know. Like, yeah, some girls are here by choice and they're happy, but then some girls are, you know, doing it because they have to. And I start getting too deep. And some may be human traffic. Human traffic. So you just think about all the possibilities of this grimy place. And you're like, man, I could use a burger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can I get your food menu, please? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. I could use a dance. <laughs> I'm in my head too much. <laughs> yeah, Melissa. <laughs> yeah, can someone call Bentley over here for a sec? <laughs> I need to get out of my head. <laughs> yeah, man. My brother's friend was telling me there's a technique where you got to nurse your drink. You don't drink your drink right away because they're so expensive. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. that's how they make their money. If, if you're just kind of there, you're not getting lap dances, then there's always a waitress coming around. Can I get you something to drink? So you get a drink, but you're not supposed to drink it right away. You nurse it. Oh, like, you have you to. Just it's like a $12 drink. Yeah. Yeah. And, and five bucks ATM fee. Oh, they oh, fucking rape buddy, you at these it's crazy. strip clubs, dude. Yeah. What's funny is the better technique for that guy would be to go to le less strip clubs. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to, look, you're going to, we spent too much at strip clubs. So I developed a technique. He's it's a like, union? go there less. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, <laughs> fucking get back with your wife. Like, yeah. No, I can't. I can't. I can't do it now, man. It's too much. I feel like I like respect myself too much to do it. I'm like, ah, I'm bigger than that. Let me go do some prolific shit. But don't feel sorry for them, the strippers. No, no, no. They are, they're like, there's the viewpoint of being like, oh man, they're being taken advantage of, blah blah blah. But there's also the reality of just drooling guys. Yeah. Sexy chicks like half naked, like they're the ones in control of everything. They are fully in control. Yeah. The whole venue and management and security is on their side. There's not, there's no hearing both sides of the story. <laughs> they say something, you're gone. You're out. You touch, you look, you, you even have a bad vibe about you, you're gone. Yeah. So they are in 100% control and just making thousands off of shaking their ass and like having a sick dance and shit. They're winning. Yeah. They are winning. Yeah. It's just we come from these Muslim Arab things like shame. <laughs> yeah. How how would you how will your father see you like this? You know what I mean? Well, There's I mean it's also the idea of like, you know, let's say one day you like, you know, like you're hanging out and then you, you know, you, you meet this girl and, and I'm not saying you like anybody. You meet this girl and it's like the girl of your dreams, man, and you guys really hit it off and all this stuff and then you just find out one day that she used to shake it for money and you're like there's a part of me that's like, ah. No, yeah, because you ruined the perfect thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that takes that takes a little bit away from it. And I don't know if I could ever come home come home with a girl and just be like, hey, mama, this is. Oh, yeah. I mean. So and so. Hell, e like, even if she used to do it. Even if she's not doing it anymore, there's still. Like the past. But that, but that is, that's a gray area. Because if she did it 10 years ago yeah. for four months in some weird period of her life yeah. and she's a perfect girl, I can get over that. But if like if you were stripping for eight years and, <laughs> and stopped you're, you're that 16, 16 months 16 ago. burrito? Yeah, that yeah. That 16-year burrito roll? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah exactly. <laughs> Literally, like if you're that, you can't, like you're jaded. You're in the game. You know what I mean? But you also got to understand when that mon much money is being tossed at you. Yeah, how could you be mad, bro? If that was an option, for, yeah. if that was like, you can say male stripper. Yeah. But it's like, if you look at the market of strippers, it's mm -hmm. probably 90% female, 10% male. Yeah. So you got to be like, first of all, willing to strip as a guy. Yeah. Be like sought after. <laughs> so you are like a guy who women would want to see strip. Yeah. And want to strip. So it's like all these things lining up. <laughs> 
Whereas men, we'll just fucking watch whoever's there. You know what I mean? We we're just, just we're just here we're supporting. We're just here to see tits and ass shake. <laughs> you know, we're, what we're just here to support the local community. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've got a car wash outside. We just want to help you guys out. <laughs> the strip club vibes, yeah, but nothing worse than uh, <laughs> nothing worse than. That's why I like hanging out with the same. I don't like surprises. You ever hang out? They just like the we're in comedians, so it's like you're in a city, and there's a. Maybe you're with a different group for some reason in the night. Come hang out with something. Then you get introduced to the hype. There's always a hype person in other groups. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Who like really wants the strip club. Cause now anytime I go to the strip club, it's with none of my close friends. None <laughs> of my close friends were they're like us. Yeah. They're of the same vibe. They've been, it's like, eh, yeah, we're not <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Half of them are like with girls, like half of them are married or whatever. Like there's none of us seeking strip clubs. But every time it happens, if it's not for a bachelor party, it's encountering some hype person from a third party group <laughs> that we're all following now. That's every single time where it's like, fuck, why do we follow these people here? Man? And he's there to remind you that we should be going to the strip club sometime. Yo, okay, yo, the class second, yo, the yo, Uber's outside. We gotta go. <laughs> he's that guy. Literally, my brother came to my show. Remember Free Times Comedy? Yeah. Uh plus time comedy at Free Times Cafe. Yeah, Great yeah. show. You smashed it on there oh, many thank times, you, man. Thank oh, you. those were back in the oh, day. Buddy, bro. Buddy, that was My so brother good. came one time with his buddy from London. <laughs> bro, this guy wants to go to strip club so bad, so bad. And I'm like, fuck, I don't want. But my buddy's here. My brother's here from London. Okay, I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm gonna go with my buddy, bro. Finally, we go. We go to Zanzibar, like the big one in Toronto. Yeah. Finally, we sit. We pay the cover. We sit. Everything from the show, from college in Spadina. Yeah. Too convincing, too Zanzibar, too parked, too pay, too sitting. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so you guys gonna get <laughs> you guys gonna get lap dances? <laughs> They're like, bro, you don't pay for anything when you're in here, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> they have the mentality you don't buy anything when you're in there. It's all about being there. They're not uh, gonna get a lap dance, they're not gonna buy a drink, they're not they're not spending a dollar when they're in there. <laughs> What? Why? I none of it. What? Like I like lost for words. <laughs> they like they looked at me like I'm a fucking dumbass. Yeah. Dude. Like this guy fucking this guy born yesterday, bro. <laughs> I think it's also like a big part of us is like we love hip hop so much that growing up we've always had these lyrics instilled in our minds like making it rain and you know just being in the club and throwing bangs. Those are all songs. Literally, I think throw bangs yeah. in the club, yeah. make it rain. Those are all hits from a various rappers. That's what it is, dude. And you grow up with that mentality. Like, I, even until now, I'll catch myself. I'll be driving. A big track will come on. Tilt the seat back a little bit. You know, put on my glasses. Windows are half closed because they're tinted a little. And then I'll, in my head, I'm like, yeah, it's my jam. But then quickly... I'm able to just take myself out of my head and be like, what do I look like to this like <laughs> old person next to me at the traffic light? <laughs> it's just like this like Arab dude with a mustache, like just bumping annoying music and like, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like in it's, your head, you're so much cooler than you really than are. You really are, 100%. <laughs> it's so true. It's yeah. so true. But at the same time, I still love that. It's still my favorite genre. Oh, yeah. I still I listen to Tupac every day. <laughs> but you also listen. You you are on that other tip too. Where you oh, have I listen to like a lot Tame of Impala. shit. You're a big yeah, Tame Impala yeah. Literally, like my 2020 most was Tame Impala, Tupac, Wu Tang. <laughs> I forget what else. Well, like it was literally like Tupac. Oh, uh, MF Doom. It was like pretty sick. It was like a it was like a list of like 
I almost engineered it. I just kept them on repeat all night. Like, <laughs> I'm going to be number one. I'll show them I listen to the cool music. <laughs> repeat this shit all night. How did Tame Impala get, get into the mix? That's what I want to know. Like with you, because it sounds like you're... Oh, I love it. I just like that psychedelic rock sound. And fucking Kevin Parker was pretty much all Tame Impala. Yeah. Got amazing drums. He takes from the hip-hop drums. That's why like it's always got that vibe. Yeah. Like, check this out. Yeah, he's great. Like... It's always it, there's something about it that always has this hip hop vibe, and for a while I didn't know really what it was. Yeah. But then yeah. I'm like, oh, it's the fucking drums, man. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's the drums, dude. It's the, they they hit so hard. He's such a genius. Oh, bro, he makes everything. He mixes. He's like he does everything 100 percent. Yeah. 100. percent Yeah, yeah. And he's just like locked away in Australia making the. Hey. It's those drums, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, love he's it. great, man. They he's just so pulled good. the episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they flagged all of it gone. <laughs> no, I like you know what I I like Tame Impala. I because growing up I listened to same thing like a big, I was just a big music nerd. Like I, you had a, a big spectrum of music. Big spectrum, and I got a I remember I got a job at Sam the Record Man, so it was just like the biggest re- record store in Canada at the time, and like man I being around this many people that love music the staff was dope i learned so much about jazz and international and rock and hip-hop and reggae and because i used to cover breaks so i'd go to different rooms and this door was massive that's so sick multiple floors so it's like i got into like i remember the 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 white path because first i was like always into hip-hop like ever since i was like a like a foreigner like coming as soon as i moved to canada the neighborhood i i went to Tupac was playing. Like Tupac died a year. Tupac died when you came and died a year before I came. So in the neighborhoods I was in, it was like it was pretty much like gospel music. Yeah. It was like Lord knows and he just died. So it's like he's transcended to God level. Like Tupac was worshipped when he died. Yeah. Worshipped because his music was all like, Fear God. I see death around the corner. Like shit. And then he dies. You're like, oh fuck. Is he Jesus? Is he not? We don't know. Yeah. No, it was it was dope, man. Cause yeah, I was the first hip hop track that I heard. In Canada, I had these Jamaican neighbors in the apartment that we lived in. And was, I'm still boys with them until now, man. Just these guys are the dopest dudes. And they were like, they they were bumping these jams. I didn't know what it was. And I remember we were, we were all kids, so we'd hang out with them. Like yeah. me and my brother would hang out with them because we're three brothers. And uh, they were like, one day they brought out this like, they were like, yeah, man, listen to this. And I don't know what it was. It was a music video. They had it on VHS. And I put it into my VHS player, and it was uh, Wu Tang. It was Triumph. You know that track, Triumph. Abomatomically, Socrates, Socrates, hypotheses, advantages, mockeries. You know that song? You know that song? No, not off the top of my uh, head. This buddy. is off of Wu Tang Forever, or what is this song? Triumph, of? man. Triumph is what the album? track. It's like it's like the. Um, I remember which. It was just literally. Um, it was the first time you got exposed to Wu-Tang or that track? It was the first time I got introduced to hip-hop. Oh, fuck, fuck. It, it was literally... It's this song. This is how it starts, this song. Wait. You know this oh, guy, shit. right? Yeah. So I, I, remember, I remember just hearing this track and just being like, oh, my God, what is this amazing music? that? Because before that, it was like Amr yeah, 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 like, yeah. Yeah, oh, buddy. I would listen to it and just envision my life with a woman that I love or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's uh, all there is. Yeah, man, it's That's all a, love. Yeah, man. it's love with Arabic. Yeah, it's just, I give you my eyes. Yeah. The ocean <laughs> is your hair. Yeah, yeah. It's very, like, sil- yeah, soliloquies like- and wordplay with, you know. So 
So I was into that, but then I heard Wu-Tang, and it just changed my whole dynamic of things. That was jagged, rough, raw. Oh, and I was like, yeah. And there was like six guys going in on the track. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this guy's yeah. in the music video. He's <laughs> rapping. He's got butterfly wings or like uh, or, or bumblebee wings because killer bees, right? Yeah. But I've never seen like at the time even. I was like, why does he have wings? Like it's it's the most badass song. With the least badass outfit. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I've got my wings. <laughs> so it was just like I got into that and I was really into hip hop. And then eventually, you know, it's funny how like sometimes when you're around white people, just shit starts getting a little whiter in your life. You know, it was just like then it started becoming like a little more like Blink-182. Then it became like Linkin Park. And then all of a sudden it started getting heavier. So it was like Alexa on fire and like every time I die and all these like heavier bands. And I was like, yeah, that's that stuff. And I'll still bump it now. But, you know, you just hang out with white people and then they have this influence on you. And I missed like, all that, too. Somehow, because because of the neighborhood I was in, that was like how? a subsidized neighborhood. That's, I was right there. Yeah. But the neighborhood I was uh, in was like we're all Tupac Biggie all the time. Yeah. Right. But Green Day was popular at school. Blink-182. Oh, yeah. Billy Talent made it to the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Talent till this day. I'll bless him, Billy. Again, crazy drums. And Billy Talent's just like, oh, yeah. like fucking. Just rock, bro, man. Bro, that uh, Billy Talent 2, that fucking album, bro. I love that album, man. Oh, see, I, I got into the first one. The second one, I'm like, oh, this, old, this new stuff. I, I like their old stuff. How's that guy? Dude, man, when <laughs> Fallen Leaf dropped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude it was Bro, crazy no billy talent was so for me it went hip-hop yeah. and then hip-hop 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 and then when i started working uh sorry around grade 10 when i started working at kfc's taco bell i got exposed to stevie wonder Ooh. isn't she lovely and i was first time i remember hearing i'm like isn't she and then i went deep into motown yeah for the next four years <laughs> i like learned like deep into soul marvin gay uh like otis redding like yeah. fucking curtis mayfield like al green i went deep into that stuff mm. and then during school deep into above and beyond armin van buren that line my schooling oh, you lined like up with edm oh, it lined up with the perfect. big t like when tiesto's touring and like yo armin van buren and yeah. like <laughs> Fucking uh, Adam K and all these people. That sounds like, like Arab influence. That sounds like that was brought to you by some Arab who's like, bro, you have to listen to Tiesto right now, man. It's the best. Well, actually, my buddy Wolf, my buddy Khattab is like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, nickname Wolf. He knows who he is. But my buddy from London, he's a DJ. Yeah. Uh, DJ, shout out DJ Cardiac. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he was real big into DJ stuff from the beginning. So he's like, bro, Armin and like this is that. Yeah. But like after then, after school finished and like I went to Michigan, that's when it was like I really got into Tame Impala. That's I had time and I was like exploring music and shit like that. Yeah. And like that's when everything kind of combined. Yeah. But it was pretty much rap, soul, EDM, and now it's like in these couple of years is when I've been trying to catch up with rock. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And in, in that time in Michigan is when I started downloading Pink Floyd. Led Zeppelin. I just recently, literally this year, started putting on like a little bit of Pink Floyd. Because you know what I always hear about these guys? It, I always associated like Pink Floyd and Zeppelin and stuff to just like old white guys. Like grun old grunge scene, yeah. like long hair shit. Well, not even grunge. Grunge is like, you know, like Nirvana and stuff. That was like, yeah, that was badass. But like classic rock, I always just associated it with like an old white dad. But I don't even know if those are. Like, the, the, 
Pink Floyd's almost like the old Tame Impala in a way, without without that without that pop feeling. Yeah. They're a lot longer songs and a lot more like it's almost like a drama to it. Yeah, you know. And there, and you know what, man, you're right because I you listen to Tame Impala now and you see all the influences, yeah. where it comes from, and it's pretty sick, man. I like, and that's the thing. You listen to all these older bands and you start hearing all the connections, dude. I started bumping, and I mean, I've obviously listened to Erica Badu for quite some time, but the amount of samples that rappers have used from With Erica, Erica Badu yeah. oh, is yeah. just unreal. Yeah, 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 she's been in the game for a minute, man. Like, almost all her songs are, like, sampled That's, heavily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Fugees, too. What's it called? Lauren Hill? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. She's got a great voice. Killer, man. So it's just, I think that's what it was. And I also played drums when I was in high school. I played drums for like 10 years. Oh, damn. I have no idea. Yeah, man. I keep, I keep it on the, keep it on DL, but once in a while I'll post like a story drums, or yeah. something. I'm, but I, <laughs> yeah, dude, I could crush it. <laughs> the fucking, the, the thing spins and yeah. you land still on beat. <laughs> <laughs> you see those guys on TikTok, they're fucking like flipping it and fucking yeah. that marching band style. Oh, buddy, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, it flips, hits the elbow, comes back. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn, how? The, the 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 body work is more impressive than the drumming. It's like how'd you get it? To... Yeah, it doesn't even sound good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you missed the beat, but it hit the elbow right in that spot. <laughs> Fuck. I miss the instrument stuff, but oh, one day when I have a bunch of uh, disposable uh, time mm. and income, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get a bunch of lessons. And I know it's like it's better to do it when you're younger because your mind is more malleable and stuff. You could do it, but now, I'm gonna though. do. Yeah, I just have a million things that are way more prioritized of course. than learning a random instrument, which I, I tried to get my roommate to teach me saxophone in high school. Oh, He really? played saxophone his whole life. I bought a reed. He had one because I'm big into John Coltrane. Yeah. And yeah, the jazz stuff, actually EDM and jazz deep into Miles Davis, fucking like everybody, Duke Ellington, John Coltrane in school. It was EDM and jazz. Like I was getting really? deep in there. So I was like, yo, I want to learn saxophone. And yeah. like, like in two 10 minute lessons, I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> Like, there's like nine buttons. <laughs> My fingers can't even touch them. He's like, you'll have to extend and learn and stretch. I'm yeah. like, I'm out. Dude, that's I'm what out. it is. The whole idea of like just playing music, it literally, with learning anything, man, you just do it over and over and over. And that's what it was, man. When I learned how to play drums, I was in grade nine and we had a music room in high school and it was like a drum booth, like a soundproof booth. And it was just always empty in the morning because the teacher would come in in the morning. So I would just show up at like 7 in the morning, get in there, throw on some headphones, and just jam out, man. And I kept doing it every day, every day, and I would show up early. And then eventually, I got one of those electronic drum kits at home because I live in an apartment. Yeah. So we just started jamming. AKA rock band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a rock band kit. Pretty maybe. much. No, I went to Long McQuaid. I got yeah. like a nice one, man. And it was just like... And then, yeah, eventually, you know, comedy took over and life takes over. And you're like, well, I like making people laugh a little bit more. But I still go back to music. But man. the music is a you thing. Yeah. A really comedy is. is an out thing that needs other people for it to work. Yeah. Whereas the music is just, it doesn't need anybody else to work. You're so right. you always, you have 10 years of that. Like you could sit down at a drum set and be comfortable and have a blast yeah. for an hour. Yeah. 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 That's what it's for all sure. about. You know, yeah. that's why I'm like in the future, I think I could... Take, uh, I heard Tom Segura is like, yeah, I'm taking, uh, my kids are in piano lessons. One day I walked by and I was like, I want piano lessons too. And now I'm in piano lessons. So he's I'm taking like, piano lessons? He's taking piano lessons. Dude, that's... And I'm like, yo, I love the piano. Yeah. It's either p- piano or saxophone. And I just don't see myself actually learning the saxophone. Yeah. When are you going to come by somebody's sax and pick it up? Like it's their, their mouthpiece. You need your own. But the piano, 
it's everywhere. Yeah. So it's like, let me learn my favorite songs or whatever, and then I could practice anywhere with a piano. Right? Yeah, yeah. Music theory is just hard, man. To try to pick it up, like music notation, different. Yeah, but I don't need to read anything. Oh, just that's... tell me what this thing sounds like <laughs> and the basics. Every like, I I missed all of that, man. Oh, did you? All of it, all of it. Yeah. You didn't do band in high no, school. No, 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 man, bro, or, or, I fucking, or elementary. School? I didn't even take music in elementary school. I got what? out of it because it's haram. Really. <laughs> What about the recorder? No recorder? I learned the recorder. Okay, yeah, yeah. That. I have a whole bit about that. <laughs> I mean, it's like my recorder playing was so bad. My parents were like, we got to get him out of here. This is haram. Har- haram. Yeah, let's we'll say that's haram. <laughs> this kid sucks. Yeah. No, man. I, I played the trombone and that was dope. <laughs> and it was just because you got to do this. Yeah. Like, bah, yeah. Bah, bah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're in grade six. You don't care. Yeah. It's Bumping, a big instrument. Hitting yeah. kids in the head with yeah. it. Pop, pop, pop. Yeah. Every good boy <laughs> deserves fudge. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that's the only shit I I knew. Yeah, that's what, dude. It's and then eventually I think you start to learn like how to vibe with it. Like Travis Barker got me into drums. Travis Barker is just like a machine. So you're like Blink One Eighty Two. You're like this guy was just the way he drums is just a different level, and he's so quick. And I saw them live, and I was like, yo, I gotta be better at drums. Like you ever see somebody so good at comedy, you're like, yeah, 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 I gotta step my game. I gotta sit down and write more because I don't write. I just jot things in my phone. So that's what got me going. There's a level of good that encourages you to be better. And then there's a final level of good that demotivates you from even trying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, you ever see such mastery? You're like, what am I even doing? (laughs) I can't get there, you know? Yeah, man, it's crazy. It really is crazy. I'm oh buddy, I'll I'll tell you the story. This is crazy. I I was hanging out with a lot of white guys around like grade nine, ten. Yeah, it's my deepest shame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't like to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of, a lot it was a weird, confusing time in my life. Yeah, a yeah. lot, of, a lot I of cut my arm just to see how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> it really, it was like just like around the emo scene and yeah. the, you know, and taking back Sunday and all this stuff. Your nickname was Alex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what. Do I live? Yeah, no, I stayed with Mo. But this is what happened: is I remember one time we were going to see a concert one weekend, and my buddy Sean was like. Yo, man, we should go and like, you know, get get like a, get like piercings or tattoos or something. And I was like, well, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that's gonna. Really I don't fly. think, yeah, I'm not, and, and I'm not, I've never really been a tattoo guy. I love the way they look and stuff, but it just, I, I've never, I'm like, I, I don't believe in something strongly enough to paste it on my arm forever. Or yeah, my body. yeah, okay. So this guy was like, yeah, let's go. So I was like, I decided that I was gonna go get a lip piercing. All right, oh, I was God. like, I'm gonna how go. old are you? I was like. I think I was like 15 at the time. Like and Arab parents' worst nightmare. Oh, buddy. So I we went, and my plan was I was going to go get my lip pierced. Sean was getting like his septum or nose or something. And then Sean was going to come back to my house. And then we're going to go ahead and make sure that, you know, because if he's there, mama's not going to act up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm on my <laughs> the way. proxy. Yeah, man. I'm on my way home. I call Ahmed. I go, yo, man, don't tell mom anything, but I just got my lip pierced. And he's like, What? And I was like, yeah, bro. And he's like, bro, don't come home. And I go, yo, who, I paid 50 bucks for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, $50 when you're like 15 is a lot of money. I was like, no, man, I got to. He's like, bro, please, please take it out before you come home. I go, no, no, it's cool. Trust me. Sean's with me. Yeah. Buddy, I get home and I see Ahmed. Ahmed set me up. Ahmed usually doesn't set me up. But that time he set me up for a solid uh, problem. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I walk They're in through waiting the door. Yeah. 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 And I look up mama and she's looking at him. She's like, Ahmed, what's wrong? Talk to me. And just when I heard that, I was like, this guy's setting a weird vibe. And mama looks up, sees my lip pierced, and she just freezes. She's like, what's in your face? 
I go, what do you mean? She's like, okay. She goes, Ahmed, can you take Sean and go inside, please? And Ahmed looks at Mama. He's like, Mama, just please don't. She's like, Ahmed, please take Sean and go inside. Yeah. Take Sean and goes inside. Mama's like, Ahmed in the kitchen. I'm like, all right. So I'm taking it as winter. So I'm taking off my jacket real slow. I was just trying to delay. I don't know yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then I go and I walk into the kitchen and mama's shorter than I am, right? So she's walking up to me. She's like, what's in your face? What is that? I go, oh, 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 what's what? 15 year old just doesn't know. What, oh, 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 I don't know. And she's like, what is that? And then as she's coming closer, I'm getting ready for a slap. Yeah, yeah. She's going to slap the life out of me. So my arms are getting ready to pull for cover, right? Buddy, she raises her arm. I raise mine to protect. She comes in with a hook. Mama hooked me with a side jab. I've oh, never fuck. seen my mom throw a hook before. <laughs> but, bro, she came with she a Tyson hook. She tyson you. Pow! She folded me. Actually, I, my mom folded me, bro. At 15, <laughs> she came in with the like strongest right hook I had ever gotten to that age in the ribs. So I drop and she goes and Ahmed's work boots was right there. And she grabbed his work boot and just went ham. <laughs> She's like, I struggled to bring you to Canada. And you go get all sorts of holes put in your face. She's like, why do you think? And she, buddy, she went off. And I remember, you know, culturally, you know this. If your mom or dad are going off on you, you don't talk back. Yeah, oh yeah. You don't even look at them. Yeah. So I'm just protecting yeah, my yeah, head. Yeah, I'm yeah. protecting You're just myself. Defense. Yeah. Uh, that's it. And I knew she wasn't going to do anything that's going to like end my life. But I'm like, she's trying to teach me a lesson. So I'll just take the beating. And then she just went off, went off, went off. And then she's like, get out of the house. She's like, you don't come back here until that shit is out of your mouth. And I was like, oh, okay. So then I, I, I go. Actually, you go back to the place with a black eye, like yeah. with the receipt. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Dude, I had to go to the hospital because the barbell was in. It was too tight. And it, my fingers were slipping. So I just had to go to the hospital because they had the clamps to hold it and then take it out. And then they took it out, and then I just came home, and we never even talked Talked about about it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it would go down. That would not be. Bro, in in that kind of family, bro, there's no follow-up. No. There's no, how did that, I'm sorry I had to do that. I'm sorry I had to set boundaries like that, but I don't think it's time for (laughs) you to get piercing. There's none of that. We'll never talk about that. You know what you did. I know what I just did. Fucking don't fuck around like that again. <laughs> Dude, she won. And, and it's funny because I'm kind of thankful about it because now looking in hindsight, and sometimes you see those kids now, which is interesting because I thought like emo music like died. But you still see a kid waiting for the bus with like the swoop yeah, and the checkered like, bands. that's still in. Yeah. And it's like the skinny jeans and you're like, and the piercing. And I'm like, I am so thankful. Yeah, yeah, She yeah. gave me that hook in the side that made me never want to get a piercing again. <laughs> now I look at my adult self. I'm like, I'm not a piercing guy. You no, know what I no, mean? No, no, no. You'd be on a fucking like, you'd be on your sixth pair of checkered bands by now. <laughs> They're all ripped. Like the skinniest jeans possible. Your testicles would already be fucked. You can't have kids. <laughs> She saved your life. She saved your ability to procreate. She bro. really did. Yeah. I think she did, man. That's mama right there. Shout out there. Yeah, shout out mom. Shout out mom. Shout out. <laughs> Yo, let's fucking land this podcast, though. All right, all right. Let's land it. Tell these people where the fuck to find you, bro. Oh, man. Okay, so you can find me uh, at Momo Ismail. That's my Instagram handle. You can find me. Uh, I, I started a podcast in case you just joined us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Started a podcast with Some my... Some people join at the end. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> right? Just fast track to the end. Is that Hisham Kalati? 
Uh, no, that's me, dude. Okay, why is it so dark? I don't know, man. I, <laughs> my boy, my boy Dwight and Omar, uh, they made that for me. They made a bunch of patches for me for my birthday, but gotcha. I, and maybe wait, I'll show the camera. Yeah, yeah, just so it's not confusing. This is pre-mustache, obviously. Yes. And they weird. fucked up the the your complexion too. Oh, buddy, the eyes, dark. the eyes, they really just. So yeah, way. you look like a fucking lemur. Yeah, but in different like angles, it can work in different angles. I don't know if the camera can pick it up. Oh, the camera sees. They know what it is. Auto focus. There you go. There you go. So yeah, man, <laughs> they made me a patch. And um, but Looks yeah, like let's sham. let's land it. So 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 yeah, I started a podcast with my brother. It's called Pretty Harry. So you can find us on Instagram at Pretty Harry Podcast. Uh, and we just talk about. You know, life's hairy situations, man. <laughs> yeah. We talk about hair problems, even though we're both bald, but we're... That's a hair problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a hair problem. That's a hair problem. It's pretty hairy, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because the hair is here and all that, but it's also, you know, it's a good time, man. We're always joking around. He's a hilarious guy, and we try to make it fun, so... Yo, I love the clips you post. That Thank shit, you, And man. the setup looks fucking great, man. Appreciate it, I like it, how man. you set it up properly from the get-go. Hey, man, I learned from the best, bro. You well, got I have the to best. do 50, 60 episodes before. Actually, in fact, even 100 episodes, I would yeah. say, before we like actually are sitting across you. You've done like two, three episodes where yeah. we just fucking are like <laughs> next to each other like, hey, <laughs> funny stuff. But yeah. uh, yo, make sure to check out Pretty Harry Podcast, as always, in the description. From my end... Support the show directly or check out bonus content and bonus weekly episodes at patreon.com slash the immigrant section. And if you haven't already, smash subscribe. Hit it with five-star reviews if you're on Apple. And yo, until next time, this has been a pleasure, bro. Yo, bless, Let's do it. Man. I can't wait to Thank have you, you back. Man. Thanks man. for having me, bro. Every time, bro. Thank you, I can't wait to have you yeah, back, man. man. Till next time, brother. Hey. Y'all the best. Peace. Assalamu alaikum. <laughs> Just a quick sign-off.